welcome to Allworth's State of the Industry podcast. We uh, come periodically with some interesting guests, and today we're going to be talking with someone who joined Allworth, a, a independent financial advisor, ran an RAA, and became part of Allworth. I'm here with Eric Chetwood. Uh, Eric, you you joined Allworth when? Yeah, we joined Allworth in June of 2022. Okay, and so the recording of this is January of 23, so it's been a little over six months. And mm-hmm. um, a little bit background: you had you had some partners that you'd bought out bought out in the past. Is that right? Yeah. And then uh, one partner. Yep, okay. that's right. Um, and we had been in business together for about 15 years, and he retired in 2019. Okay, he retired in 2019. You were a solo owner and operator. You yep. made the decision to become um, part of another organization. And mm-hmm. um, what, what was your, why did you choose Allworth and our integrated model versus another, another model? Yeah, um, well, that, it's probably helpful to share just a little bit of my story in, in terms of answering that question, if that's okay, Scott. Yeah, please, like, yes. That's um, why we're doing this conversation. So. Yeah. So the timeline for me, it had everything to do with continuity planning. So I'm in my early 40s. I worked with my business partner. He was about 20 years ahead of me. Uh, we had a great partnership for about 15 years. He decided to retire in 2019. And I was the succession plan. And then in 2021, I was diagnosed with cancer and had to go through chemo. And um, so for us, through the help of some professional relationships and things like that, I mean, they really pointed out that we didn't have a con- uh, continuity plan or a succession plan. And, um, and I didn't really think I needed one because I was still young in my career, really hungry for the business, loved the business, was planning to do it for another 20 years. So our decision to come to Allworth and have conversations with firms like Allworth was, had everything to do with, um, I would never let, even a, a, a client who was in their early 40s, I would never let them not have a will or not have an estate plan. And the same was true for our business. We did not have a continuity plan. And so uh, in the interest of our clients and in the interest of our staff and the interest of my family, um, we started to have those conversations and landed on Allworth because um, – you know, we had a checklist of things that we wanted to see in terms of similar cultures and um, investment philosophy, planning philosophy, that fiduciary standard, you know, leading with education, alignment with client interests, all that good stuff. Those were really important to me. It was really important that um, any kind of um, partnership or merger or acquisition be a win, an upgrade for clients, an upgrade for our staff. Um, I knew that it would be a, a, a win for my family in some regards. But um, as we went through those interview processes, um, I, there was always a point as we were talking with other firms where we would get to a point in the conversation and I would humbly think to myself, Ugh, that, that's not an upgrade. We, we actually do that better than you guys. And of course, I wouldn't say that because that would be <laughs> you know, really arrogant and things like that. But as I was having the conversations with Allworth, um, every single box that was important to us, I could see, ooh, that's an upgrade. Ooh, y'all do that better than we do. Ooh, the, you know, that's a good thing. The way that Allworth invests uh, in marketing and data analytics and how they um, 
want to make sure that everything is measurable and repeatable and scalable. Uh, those that that was my love language, and so um, it really kind of became a natural fit. Uh, when it came time to select who we wanted to go with. So, so you had a lot of conversations with people, uh, mm-hmm. ended up getting deep with, with Allworth, going through the due diligence, getting together a contract. That's never an easy process either, right? And all those little things. Uh, yeah. uh, get the thing signed, closed uh, June of last year. Um, mm-hmm. What's And the first couple months are always a little bit of chaos, right, as you're transitioning yeah. everything. Um, yeah. what's life like for you today versus what it was like a year or two ago from a work standpoint? Yeah. yeah I mean, I think uh, a colleague of mine at Allworth uh, actually said, once you go through um, getting all of your clients, telling them about the partnership and, you know, casting vision for that and, you know, determining whether or not they want to join you. Um, when you get your, you hit your retention goals and all the clients have said, yes, Eric, we're bought in. We're going to do that. You're going to think that you're at the finish line, but you're actually at the starting line of, <laughs> of another marathon of the integration <laughs> process. Right. And I thought that that was a really helpful analogy. Um, so we're six months in and I would say that, um, I would say that we are beyond the crazy. We're beyond the chaos. Uh, and a lot of times clients will, or clients or friends will ask me, Hey, how's the, how's the acquisition going? How's the partnership with Hallworth going? What do you like? What do you not like? And I always say the same thing. I always say, you know, the best part about this partnership with Hallworth is that I don't have to make all the decisions anymore. The worst part about this partnership I mean, I think we've gotten beyond the crazy and we're settling into uh, a regular cadence. But, you know, that transition of going from entrepreneur to a little bit more of an employee, I would say that that's been the biggest challenge. Um, and, and, you know, and that, that's totally OK. And all it does some things to kind of give us autonomy and, you know, scratch that entrepreneurial itch, which I really appreciate. Um, but some of the other things, you know, post-cancer, I want to be really intentional with my family, particularly while my kids are young. And the Allworth Partnership has freed me up to do what I do best, uh, which is meet with clients, uh, meet with prospective clients, study the markets, and then lead our team, invest in our team. I don't have to worry about benefits and payroll and um you know, what health insurance company are we going to use this year? I mean, all that stuff is kind of taken off my plate so that I can do the parts of the business that I enjoy the most, which has been really rewarding. And your clients, did you lose any clients during this tr- transition? Yeah. I mean, that that's 100% grace. We, um, 99% of our clients came with us, um, which was, we were shooting for 92%, but 99% of our clients came with us. And I don't know if you remember that movie, Jerry Maguire, where they have come up with this better way of doing business. And they say, Hey, who's with me? And nobody goes with him. Uh, (laughs) we were terrified of having that kind of moment, but you know, clients very much resonated with this idea of we want to strengthen our continuity plan. We want to strengthen our succession plan. We want to partner with somebody who has the size and scale, uh, for us to be able to deliver a boutique feel, but just uh, with a lot of resources behind us uh, that we didn't have the size and scale to deliver. So clients saw it as an up- upgrade. Staff saw it as an upgrade. Um, it really was a win-win-win. And do you, do you have any clients that came up with some new cash after the, the deal? I'm like, oh, well, you're part of a bigger group. I want to invest more with you. 
Yeah, I mean, one of I mean, the I've heard, things, the, I've seen some of those numbers, um, not particularly from you, but uh, specifically from you, sure. but I've seen those. Yeah, I mean, I think um, some of the resources that Allworth provides that we did not have the size and scale to provide have really resonated with clients, um, and they have. They've uh, taken that as an opportunity to maybe bring over another 401k or um, had some cash over here, and I see how y'all are deploying this in a tax um a really tax savvy manner um, that we've got the tax smart trading platform that I'm sure you've talked about with other advisors on this, uh, on this podcast, but that that's been a real selling point with clients that we now have some resources that we didn't have access to before. Um, and yeah, it, it has turned into uh, some really great conversations and some really great asset flows. And as far as your staff, is there, because uh, their staff, it's a it's a pretty big change, right? Working going from a small sure. kind of family organization mm-hmm. to being part of a larger team. Um, is there a staff person or two that is enjoying some additional responsibilities or growing in their yeah. career? Is there any changes on positive on that end? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that uh, so our team we're really big on transparency and. Um, I probably told my team prematurely of, you know, this decision that I'd made that we're, hey, we're going to make this change. And because change is hard in any area of life, change is hard. And um, I wanted to be real transparent. If I had it to do again, and if I were giving advice to some of your listeners, I would still tell them early, but I would come equipped with maybe some preemptive answers to questions that, uh, you know, I, I knew that they would ask, or maybe I didn't know, but the Allworth integration team or transition team would know that they would ask, um, because change is just hard, um, and that's okay. But as a result, I wanted to share this maybe before I had all the answers, and so I got peppered with questions that I was like, that's a great question. I have no <laughs> clue what the answer is. Um, but it's been great. You know, uh, the, the integration team has been really good in terms of once that cat was out of the bag, equipping me with some of the answers to diffuse some of those fears. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I would just, for listeners, I would prepare yourself that change is hard for anyone, um, but helping your team navigate that change and allowing them to focus on the long-term vision, because it will get harder before it gets easier uh, anytime you're making a transition and anytime you're organ- integrating two organizations. Yeah, and it's like and everything in life, it's going to take work. <laughs> Any, anything good yeah. in life takes takes work, and uh, yeah. navigating change, um, it, uh, it takes work as well. So, so you, you mentioned earlier that, Kind of the the best thing is you don't have to make decisions, and the worst thing is you don't get to make decisions. Yeah. Um, what what have you done on a, a personally to um, kind of e- emotionally deal with this kind of change? That because the reality, I mean, like I joked with somebody because we we sold the majority stake of what was then called Hanson McLean, now Allworth, to private mm-hmm. equity about uh, five and a half years ago, and I joked that you know, I used to be the man, now I work for the man. <laughs> <laughs> and right, so there's a bit of that where, like, I used to be able to make all the all the decisions. Now I've got, you know, now I don't get to make all the decisions anymore, which is fine right. sometimes. But how how have you how have you navigated this change on a on a personal standpoint and an emotional from an emotional level? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, truth be told, Scott, that's something that I'm still kind of in process on. Um, what I have kind of landed on is at the end of the day. Um, 
I may not necessarily be in charge of this policy or that policy, but I am in charge of shepherding these 200 families that have entrusted me with their life savings. And um, by focusing on, hey, I, I don't, I have a more bandwidth in my schedule to really pour into them and to really um, be very intentional with them about different conversations that I just didn't have time to do because I was spending probably a quarter to a third of my time running the business. Um, and that has been being able to deepen those relationships and to be able to bring on some new clients. I mean, one of the I'm, I'm kind of pivoting here uh, and going on a tangent, but one of the other things that we were really attracted to was how Allworth, uh, just the marketing machine that they have. And I'll give you an example. Um, at our previous firm, we did pretty well in terms of bringing in new money. Yeah, you were growing. Um, we were growing pretty significantly. But, uh, I mean, this past week, I have had four new client meetings um, that Allworth's marketing team and future client development team have set up for me. Last week, I had three. The previous week, I had two. Previous week, I had four. So we were pretty good at growing the business, but we never saw numbers like that. And um, it's been fun to be able to meet new people, hear their story, figure out for some we're a really great fit and we can add a lot of value. And for some, you know, maybe they, maybe there's another solution that is more appropriate for them. But to, to be able to have that kind of time to go deeper with existing clients and to grow, um, to, to grow the business and meet new families and get to hear their story and uh, be able to walk with them through different chapters of life has been really rewarding. And do you find so you, do you find you still have control over your schedule? I mean, the kids have programs, you know, whatever they got going on. And you, yeah. you still have autonomy there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I would say that that is. Uh, I would say that that has changed in how it looks, but I appreciate and really love. I mean, part of this industry is that there is some flexibility in terms of. Um, we are meeting with clients, and as long as we're meeting with clients, then if I need to go, uh, you know, leave Whatever. a little bit early yeah. to go to a soccer game or something like that, then I can definitely do that. And did you you feel like you have more flexibility now or less flexibility? Um. So, hmm, that's a tough one to answer. Again, we're still kind of on the tail end of the chaos. So uh, if like this day and time, I'm probably about the same. I think once all of the dust settles, I'm optimistic that I'll have a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. And I think it's just blocking the stuff out in your calendar, right? <laughs> so, That's right. So That's Eric's exactly not available right. and then Eric's not available. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. And anything else you want to just say that like, of how this yeah, has been helpful? I yeah, I think the the main thing for me is that um, the main thing that I would encourage your listeners to think about is just what that continuity plan looks like in terms of how it might impact their clients, how it might impact their staff, how it might impact their families. I mean, I, I wasn't planning on being diagnosed with cancer, um, but I was. And 
had that cancer, you know, ended my life, then the value, probably 85% of my net worth was wrapped up in this closely held business. And if that cancer had taken my life, then the value of that business would have shrunk dramatically. And so um, we always joke with clients, when, young clients, when we're talking about term insurance, you don't need it until you need it. And I would say the same is true for a continuity plan, making sure that you're going through those exercises. Uh, for in our case, there were some really great um, some really great resources through some uh, objective kind of third-party partners. I mean, for us, if I can say their name on the air, Dimensional Fund Advisors was really helpful in putting together conferences and giving us some tools to think about this because, um, you know, I, I'm probably only going to do this once in my life and making sure that I had uh, resources and information so that I could do that really well on behalf of clients, staff, and family, I think is really important. And I think that's why podcasts like this are really helpful. I think leveraging some of the mutual fund wholesalers that can speak to this very authoritatively, um, I, I think is really, really helpful. So that would be my two encouragements is um, really dive into the continuity plan before you need to, because by the time that you need to do some continuity planning, it'll be too late and the value of your business will reflect that and leverage objective third parties um, that can help equip you with information and trends and things like that. And I like the, the phrase continuity planning as opposed to um, uh, succession planning. Right. Because mm -hmm. you're talking about how do we continue? It's not so much passing the torch. It's like, how do you make sure that your business is set up in such a manner that it's going to continue, that the services that you've promised your clients will continue into That's the future? Right. Yeah, it's a good That's exactly right. I mean, whether or not we're here or not, our clients are still here. They're still dealing with life and their fears and anxieties and struggles. And so making sure that the legacy of the business is taking care of them really, really well, whether I'm sitting in the pilot seat or somebody else is. Yeah. Well, Eric, hey, so thanks so much for taking some time today. Really appreciate it. That sounds great, Scott. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks. And if you'd like to learn more about Allworth, uh, we've got a page, allworthpartners.com. And on that page, it'll give you all kinds of information about uh, who we are at Allworth. And if you're thinking about your own continuity planning, we'd love to have a conversation with you. So thanks so much. This podcast has been brought to you by Allworth Financial, a registered investment advisory firm with the Securities and Exchange Commission.